welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Hello, Ben. Hello, May. Hello. It's been mm. a couple that? of weeks. Is it? Yeah. You went on last week, were you? Oh, just, yeah, I was just on last week, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And now we're short of the Canadian. Yes, well, he's in he's in Canada. Yes. <laughs> yes doing Canadian things. I guess. Eating maple um, syrap. <laughs> just be as eating racist it. as I can. Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. Just smothering it all over his body. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yes, he'll return in, in the coming weeks. Um, but we're here to drink some beers, talk about some video games, maybe, if we've played anything. Um, but let's have a look at uh, what we're drinking this evening. Um, Lucy. We're gonna drink. Yeah. We're gonna drink. Yeah. I'm gonna drink a beer. It's not alcoholic though. Mm-hmm. But it's probably from one of my. Can we call it favourite? Um, preferred uh, non-alcoholic beer mm-hmm. makers, which is Brulo, and this is called Tropic of Now, um, which is a double dry hopped IPA. Um, nice. This has been in the back of my car. For I don't know how long, because <laughs> I forgot about it. Then I found it today as I was moving things about. And nice, packing okay. Things in okay. And packing things out, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, I will. I'll read uh, what hops that it's got. It's got Citra, Azaka, Sabro, and Columbus. So quite a fair few things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just looking at the nutritional info. It's cool that they put it on these... Well, I guess a lot of the reason why you're drinking alcohol-free beer, I imagine, is for health and diet-wise. So yeah. It's cool that they put that yeah. on there. So. Good. Nice, nice. Um, I've got a bit of a special beer. Uh, Ooh, I went. Special, I went searching. Yeah. It's, it's a beer I went searching for. Um, oh, we, we shared. I, done that uh, I know. We shared uh, that Cloudwater. On the, on, well, we shared on our Twitter that Cloudwater started their V series up yes. again. Um, so this is the Cloudwater uh, V series version fourteen. Um, it is a collaboration with Other Half, which I don't oh. know if. Any of the other ones were collaboration beers off the top of my head. They might have been. Mm. Lots of them. The V-Series started out as like anniversary beers, special beers, special brews that they were putting through, playing on the same kind of uh, formula. Um, it's a double IPA. It's 8%. Um, doesn't give me much more than that on the, um, on the tin. There's no sort of flavor text. It does say... And it's very, very difficult to read. Around the V14, developing experimental modern beer through collaboration. Um, there's no other flavor text on there. Mm. So, I mean, there might be some in the the blog post that went up on the Cloudwater website uh, when they announced that they were going to be kicking it off again uh, to look at what the recipe is, what hops they're using, what they're actually doing with it. Um, but it's a nice place to start if they're bringing it back. Um, I'm cracking into this one. Lucy, mm-hmm. Brulo, you flashed it in front of the camera just now. Yeah. Smells. Smells like um, a lot of alcohol-free beers do, like slightly lemony. Mm-hmm. I guess it's, sometimes when you smell like a really fruity beer, it's like sort of got like depths of fruit uh, aroma, and it's like picking out like pineapple, like mango, stuff like that. These the, the smell on alcohol-free beers is, whilst very nice, um, it's just a little has a little less depth, but okay, still smells still smells great. Like maybe a bit of guava in there, a bit of lemon. Mm-hmm. Be a touch of pineapple, but um, yeah, it smells good. Looks looks good. Um, got a, about one finger of head. Um, quite frothy head left. So looks like a beer. It didn't just pour out looking like water. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, very straw-coloured. It's completely hazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's looking the part so far. Nice, nice. Mm. And it's tasting the part. Good. I don't know if my uh, palate's a bit skewed because I've been drinking bitter green tea, but um, <laughs> it's it it's it's fairly sweet and it doesn't have that like kind of artificial sweetness that sometimes you get with alcohol-free beers or just some beers in general, mm. um, depending on the brewery. Um, yeah, that like guava is. Guava and like lychee is very much in the flavour as well. In okay. the taste. Nice. It's not as um crisp um as I'd probably like it to be. It's it's a lot more smooth. Um but it isn't like it doesn't last lack crispness because it's like flat and you think, oh alcohol free beer it's gonna be a bit flat. It's not it's not that at all. Um mm. Whilst it does lack a bit of crispness and little carbonation, um, it makes up for that in just like it just tastes very smooth. And I think, I mean, that's got to go to the hops. Just it has it has a more fruity kind of angle to it, so it's much more of like a say a very juice bomby New England IPA as opposed to like a West Coast IPA where you're getting more carbonation, more crispness. It's got a much more soft fruity backbone to it and okay. it's nice it's very nice good where did you pick this one up from because I know the other Brulos and I've seen the other Brulos in sort of the supermarkets mm. I genuinely can't remember because it's okay. been so long <laughs> I remember picking it up because it was I must have because it was in the back of my car and I was like oh I don't think this is the um, the one that I usually have or see mm. I think it might have been from actually a uh, Sturchley Wines, which is a specialist bottle shop, so um, I think it was from there, because yeah, this isn't the the one that you typically see in uh, like Tesco or Morrison's or something yeah. like that. That's the blue can. Mm. Um, I think that's just a normal IPA. Um, but yeah, this is great, Tropic of Nair. So yeah, I'm glad I opted for this one. Nice, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, more thoughts later um, I have just jumped onto Cloudwater's site just to try and find a little bit more information and if you jump on they've got their blog post reintroducing the series and those kinds of things if you go onto their uh, shop page for the beer mm-hmm. um, there is a little bit of uh, kind of flavour text we are thrilled to announce that we are going back to our roots and setting out once again with the intention of exploring the length and breadth of the world of modern hoppy beer innovations by relaunching our legendary Dipper V series. Long second. This version has Nectaron Cryo, a hop variety and product that wasn't available, and Motueka Cryo, which wasn't available as a hop product at the time the original V series released. Should be a deal in the end there. Uh, let's keep exploration alive. Hooray! So Nectaron and uh, Motueka uh, within this. Um, you can see it's hazy, it's it's thick, it's I mean it looks mm. and it smells <laughs> like a juice bomb from about two thousand and seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Um, that nose is lovely, like super strong fruit, super strong tropical fruit on there. Maybe maybe some mango and a little bit of melon perhaps. Mm. 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 Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's not too thick. It's got a little bit of body to it. So it's nice and smooth. Um, doesn't come across as watery in any way whatsoever. Um, it is quite flat. Okay. So there's a little bit of spark of carbonation at the start. Pushing a... Maybe a little bit of bitterness that, that, that comes back... Maybe a little bit towards the end, but not much carbonation at all. And you'll see it, it poured almost flat uh, with zero head as well. So, yeah, it's, um, like it's, it's got it, it is, it is juice, it is juice. Um, the nose and the flavor are very, very similar. The flavor is that little bit more bitter, perhaps. It's not a, a juice bomb of old in terms of being 
incredibly fruity and incredibly sweetness. This is balanced out a little bit with a, a nice kind of earthy bitterness to it as well. And again, it's not edging in towards the more modern double IPAs that we've been getting in the last, from about two or so years ago, where it has that slightly more kind of vegetal or oniony or earthy mm. kind of tone to it. That is there, but the fruit in this pushes forward as well. Okay. Does it remind you of the thing of old? It does. Absolutely. Yeah. With that kind of... It, it, it jumps between a few different things. So with that tiny bit of carbonation, pushing that little bit of, of kind of bitterness first, that dulls when the carbonation goes, and you get that fruit. You get a little bit of sort of like mango in there. There's something else as well. Again, whether it's mango with a little bit of, of like honeydew melon or, or something like that. Something that's a little bit riper. Not quite as sweet, um, but just has a, a bit of a, 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 a bittering, a bit of a sour kind of ripeness to it. And yeah. then that bitterness floods back in towards the end as well. Although I say it's towards the end. It isn't because all of this happens quite quickly. This is this is all kind of done within five seconds, and you're just left with this very lasting but quite dry uh, combination of those two flavors. So a little bit of the the fruit pushing forward, but then this this kind of bitter, slightly more ripe flavor kind of sat uh, um, together, really. But it's very very good. Um, it's it's one I think will go back incredibly quickly, more so than most beers, I would mm. think. Even though you you know the return of a, a kind of an established series, something to look forward to, you want to sit and savor it a little bit because it's got that dryness to it, and the flavor doesn't yeah. disappear. But now, chatting quite a lot, I want to go back to it. So <laughs> it's going, it's just going to disappear quite quickly i think that, that i've now poured the whole tin into my my glass so this <laughs> is this is all i've got left basically uh yeah mine's sadly going very quickly as well because mm, mm. it's just so nice um and the, other, even the, the, the 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 taste doesn't it, it lingers but mm -hmm. just because it's like nice and refreshing it's like mm, i want to go back for more yeah but yeah I want to just sit and eat my pork scratchings. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we just turn off the cameras? And yeah, absolutely. Well, the we mic? can keep the cameras on, just turn off the, the sound yeah, so yeah, it doesn't I'll just have turn a Because you're going to already have some editing to do. Already tucked into one. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we'll drink these then. Let's drink these and talk about some games. Um. Not so we can get the episode over with and go back to eating pork scratchings and drinking beers, uh, <laughs> but just so we can, you know, get back to eating pork scratchings and, and drinking beers. Uh, Lucy, have you played mm. anything in the last no. oh, a couple of weeks, I suppose? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> um, apart from Toem, every. Just, just, it's such a good. Like, I'm doing it for. Uh, to, to get achievements for rewards points. Yep. Um, but it's such a good game just to like mm. dip your toe into each day and play like five minutes. It's just Absolutely. very like it's, it's great. Um, but I am near the end of it, mm -hmm. and there's a DLC that they added on oh. um, after we had played the main game. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I'll be I'll be interested in seeing what that DLC is because always wanted to go back to it, but yeah. never did because that's the way things oh, go. But I I'll finally get to play it. I can't remember though. I think I might have played it on PC. I don't remember. Yeah, um, I, pl I played it on Steam originally. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Nice. It's, I, I, <laughs> the term's got a lovely aesthetic to it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's a really good looking game. Um, very unique as well, I think, in, in the way hmm. that it kind of uh, presents itself too. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. again, incredibly clean UI, especially for like the, the kind of some of the chaotic stuff that's going on the screen and the characters all mm -hmm. moving about and stuff like that it's just a very clean very well presented game yeah like the quick access menu just like left or right or up and down on on the d-pad mm. just gets you where you need to go yeah it's really it's really 
nice controlling game. Yeah. So. When's Toem from? Is it last year or the year before? I think it was two years ago. It wasn't from last year. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. 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 Definitely reached um, my top ten that year, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check. I they should remember. make a Toem 2. Well, um, I, I don't imagine it was announced at uh, Jeff Keighley's Spunkfest. Like, I, I, uh, <laughs> well, well, you say that, and um, well, Little Nightmares is quite oh. big. So Little Nightmares yeah. 3 was there, which I still haven't got around to playing the second one. I'm very excited no, for I that. I neither. And then, you know, I got it day one, and then it's still... I don't even know how I own it. Is it on Xbox? <laughs> I think so. Just sat um, somewhere. It might be on a disc somewhere. I don't even know. Um, yeah, but the uh, the third one looks cool. Uh, different developers. Um, I didn't know. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, Bandai Namco kept uh, the IP. Right. And they've moved it over to Supermassive, which okay. makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, they make horror games yeah. all the time, so... Um, you know, as long as they got the bones, mm -hmm. the tech, the code, well, that code, but, it, but yeah, it's like, yeah, that, that'll work, that'll work, you know? It's not like, I don't know, Bioware trying to make Anthem or something like that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> it seems like that is doable, so yeah. Mm. Um, was there any Gamescom announcements that you put your ears up at? No, I've, I've barely seen anything from it. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the Keeley. Well, watched. It was on in the background. Right. <laughs> because I saw the lineup of games and I was like, who cares, who cares, who cares, who cares? Like that game and that, or the Slash That franchise can see a Mortal Kombat or Tekken 8 mm. trailer. Whenever I please, yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah. It's not exciting, so, so yeah, I, I had half an ear on it. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. it I kind of, I, I did glance over Twitter, or X, after the event to see what everyone was talking about, and mm. essentially, lots of stuff pushed for Alan Wake, uh, Alan Wake Two. All oh, right. Um, which yeah. again, great trailer looks great. The the the, the previous trailer looked really good as well. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have any real uh, uh, kind of grasp on that franchise. I played the first game a little bit. I never played American Nightmare, even though I probably own it on PC. Um, I went back to the first game a little while ago because it was one of the free mm -hmm. PlayStation Plus games, like the remastered version. Uh, ran through the first area and oh, then just didn't play it again. Did the original come to PlayStation? Didn't, Originally, didn't. I don't know, but as a remastered uh, version, yes. It was an Xbox exclusive. Oh, it is. oh gosh, the, yeah. The remastered they did version, a remaster. again, from last year or the year before, maybe? Yeah, um, I think it was last maybe year. Even, maybe um, even before that. But um, uh, yeah, it came to PlayStation Plus several months ago now. And it's mm -hmm. just kind of one of those where I'm like, I would. This is one of the free games. Rather than just putting it in my library, I will try it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm like, yep, yeah, this is what I remember. I don't really want to play it now. Yeah. So I yeah. just put it down. I, I played it for the first time probably about three years ago or mm. so. Yeah. I I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, the second one looks looks good. Yeah. But it's just. Am I realistically going to get around to playing it? Probably not. <laughs> Especially if I had, have to pay for it. That's just not going to happen. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, I doubt it's going to be like, this is the best game ever and everybody should play it. Like, sort of like Elden Ring, like, which is probably the last game I bought mm. prior to a game I bought on Tuesday. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> um, I bought Blasphemous too. But, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll get down and dirty with that um, when I can just can just say goodbye to the world and like just be alone and see all those weird Catholic mm, homunculus babies. type fucking things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you definitely blasphemous to like uh, uh, more so I think than any other kind of Metroidvania mm -hmm. has the kind of aesthetic you've got to be in the mood for. 
Oh, no. Not not me. <laughs> I like that weird stuff. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like... what's, what's the... Um, What's the point for of a normal person, yes. uh, uh, yeah. uh, studio that's got a similar kind of um, style that we've spoken about previously? Like it, it's, um, it, it's just that kind of like gore light kind of. Do you mean uh, slightly gosh, weird? You know, like someone's walking Am- around, Amanita they've got an arm design? coming out. It might be Amanita design, yeah, mm. yeah. They've got an arm coming out of their head or something, and they're just wandering down the road right. and shit. Like this is this is what I need. You know, I like that weird stuff. And gotta put it on like the Spanish mm. dub. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight out of the game, and just like yeah. Just like several just... bloated babies bouncing towards yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, and just repent. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, I don't think it's, um, you know, lighting up the reviews, but I think they're just saying it's just more of Blasphemous, and sure. it's like, that's all I wanted, really. Yeah, you know? yeah, fair. You have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 again, I didn't bounce off the first one, mm-hmm. but I think the the curve on the first one put mm-hmm. me off that little bit, and again, another game I just put yeah. it down and never went back to, whereas I know that you found it, you know, at least the curve for Blasphemous, quite easy i suppose yeah but i'm just good at these games because mm. this is what i like yeah. um and yeah it's just very much knowing the cadence of each game and stuff and i probably was that around the time i, I think i replayed hollow knight and that was easier much easier on the second time around right. as well so i i don't know i'm just i'm just sick <laughs> <laughs> These are my games, and I, I'm just like, yeah. Whilst I find them easy, they just just find them so enjoyable. Um, and yeah, I think one of the last games I played, or at least finished, was Fist. So yes, yeah. I, I think I think that's just. I think that's all I'll do for the rest of my life. Just only play Metroidvania. That's fair. Push everything else to the side. I think I've had several press releases you know, three or four for various different Metroidvanias that are in development or coming out kind of towards the end of the year and, and next year sort of thing. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. But they got a hit right. They got a hit right. They sure, got good. Sure. You know? We, we, can't, just, kind of, can't just put out any old tap. Yeah. <laughs> are we in the age of just having this dearth of Metroidvanias which do the same thing over and over again? Um, I think there was this sort of like very, this sort of sweet spot where... We and again, I don't know, can't remember how many years ago it was, but where like you started to have Guacamelee, uh, um, kind mm. of a, a bunch of games, Hollow Knight and stuff. You know, it was kind of like almost hit after hit after hit. What's the? Um, They're all distinct. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What's the fucking not Castlevania straight up rip off, but the one which is all stained <laughs> oh, glass blood and stained? blood stained. Blood yes. stained. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stained glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah blood stained. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I think you might be right. Like. Then they were like trying to do things differently, mm. like especially like as you say, guacamelee with the whole uh, like wrestling combat. Mm. And, you know, Hollow Knight had a ton of new ideas, and and yes, it, I, I think it does feel like we're in a space where it's like let's not do anything new, but just try and emulate those very good games, <laughs> which is fine. But it'd be nice if you know there's a bit more innovation in that space. Um, but I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take what I can get. I'll take scraps at this point. I'm um, starving, Ben. I, I'm I did. I did see a trailer for Blasphemous <laughs> Two today. Yeah. I think. Um, and whilst obviously it's going to look more of the same, it's a similar kind of art style. It's very gory in what it's doing. There were a few kind of additions that I don't think, or at least that I didn't experience kind of in the first mm-hmm. game. You know, the, the character walks around with this giant sword and I don't mm. think there was any changing of weapons Weapon, and stuff. Whereas no, it looks no. like in the second game, there's maybe a bit of an expansion on that kind of thing. Or, you know, again, it might not be. It might just be what's been picked in the trailer and you've stolen it off another character because there yeah. are those uh, kind of uh, uh, fatalities almost for, for some characters aren't there, where you can just hit them right and actually do a, a move which is kind of animated to explode them or bash the shit out of them or, or whatever. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, it could have been some of that, but maybe there's a little bit... I think there's I think there's a, a bit of upgrading of uh, mm. weapons in it, yeah, I think so. 
Um, nice, nice. So yeah, I think it only came out today, actually. Yeah, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dip into that um, on my Steam Deck. Nice. Um, Broken Sword. Oh yeah. I guess it'll be the sixth game in the series. Um, that got announced, so I need to look into that a bit more. Sure, it's the sixth. It feels um, like Broken Swords had about twenty-five games. <laughs> uh, no, because there were no like spin-offs. But um, see, so you had one, two, and was it just a one and two that were two D, and then they went three and four for like the three D. Then five went back to two D, and that was out like a decade ago. That was very good, and now this one will be the sixth one. Right. So, yeah, they're, they're remastering. I think the first game mm-hmm. I think was also in like a press release, which is a bit weird because it's like, I'm sure they already did that. <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm very happy. Mm. Mm. So hopefully yeah. it's good. It. Adel and I were talking about last week. Our kind of topic was about returning to older games, and mm-hmm. um, I think I sort of, after talking about going to play Borderlands Three, I, not a game I played previously, so not sort of necessarily returning to it. Uh, I, I think I came out on the kind of I will I would go back and play older games if they had done something at the time which was kind of revolutionary within the space and that maybe hasn't been kind of topped since. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I, I played Civ VI recently because not many Forex games come up against it. I then switched to uh, Endless Legend, which is a game from nearly 10 years ago again, because it did something different. And I think it's in the back of my mind, this conversation that we'd had, and I'm like, oh, that was a good game. Let's have a look back at that. Um, and uh, uh, I've actually been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy VIII Remastered as well. Uh, because again, um... it did something different to the other kind of Final Fantasies or other RPGs kind of at the time with its different systems uh, yeah. uh, that it had and its way that your char- you built your characters out and things. So uh, uh, I've gone back to that a little bit. Broken Sword is a franchise that I again I played like the first game or the second I can never remember what it was the first or second game but I had it as part of like a PC bundle basically you know, it, it came with a bunch of other games in a cardboard box um, with like six discs in the cardboard box like an adventure mm-hmm. bundle set or something nice. um, but it's not something I've jumped into more than that so on like the topic of returning to old games, I'm not necessarily returning to it, but experiencing it kind of anew because it's been such a long time since I played something like that or played a broken, uh, broken sword game. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's 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 a <laughs> weird one, especially now that we're getting kind of libraries of games for free depending on what kind of what subscription mm. service that you're on and, and the ability to be able to go oh, I'll just dip into this or I'll just dip into that kind of thing without having to buy a remaster or, or go back and buy an old game or emulate it in some yeah. kind of way and having the hassle around kind of doing that um, but yeah looking forward to, to a, a remastered sort of broken sword to, just to see you know does the, is this what I remember from my experience yeah. with it or not yeah. will I spend five yeah. minutes with it maybe will I spend five hours with it maybe who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. The se- I think the second one's better. Um, okay. But yeah, th- th- those are some some good wholesome games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't but think yeah, there was anything that, else that, really that, from Gamescom. No, no, I, I, I don't recall anything. And if I if I do, it would probably be in like some random indie stream that I didn't catch or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's nothing from the big Kiwi show. Mm. Um, mm. There's still a few more streams to, to come, personally. I think, isn't there? Oh, uh, is there? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I won't find it now. I have to trawl through emails to be able to find it. Um, mm. But was it the Xbox one yesterday? I didn't catch that one at all. Um, so I think Xbox have already done 
right. like PlayStation are doing any? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Th- Gamescom is not really a... No, no. I mean, they might hit Tokyo I, Game I, Show, yeah. maybe. But they've sort of pulled back. PlayStation pulled back from the kind of yeah. the convention scene almost completely. I, I think it's only Xbox, like, the big three, who actually does anything at Gamescom now. So. Mm. Mm. And again, it, that was a, a, a lot more Starfield, wasn't it, really? Um which I don't think we need to see uh, much more. Yeah, of, I yeah, yeah. I, I I couldn't believe it was out in like what two weeks. Jeez, <laughs> it's come around quick, hasn't it? It has. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, Starfield seems like one of those that we've heard about about four or five years ago. In reality, have we actually? Maybe it was eighteen months ago that it was announced, or two years ago, or something like that. Um, really, that time has gone very, very quickly. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It feels like we have heard her out for, for forever. Um, I guess for people who are like champing at the bit and really want to play it, like it's probably felt like a lifetime. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, like I'll, I'll I'll play it when it comes out. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. I'm not particularly excited for it. Like I think what it promises is incredible, but. It's like, will they, you know, come through with that? Possibly not. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But it's just going to be a fun game to jump into regardless. Whether it, you know, reaches all those insane promises. <laughs> it's just going to be... I'm just going to have, like, a weird space farm. that just has pumpkins or something like that. So it's just, like, space gourds. And just chill. It will yeah. be it will be incredibly interesting to mm-hmm. see the discourse around the game um, and the kind of obvious comparisons of you know, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, mm-hmm. or Oblivion, or, or whatever that kind of thing pulls up. But then also the slightly more recent sci-fi games like No Man's Sky, those kinds of things, which has evolved into this absolutely insane kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to see where those conversations go. And listening to those conversations from people who have a finger in No Man's Sky and then go and play Starfield and kind of have that direct comparison. Or people who are just like diehard Skyrim people who are like, we don't like Starfield because it doesn't quite do this same system mm. in this way, blah. Yeah, yeah so there are going to be those nerds who are like, oh, the physics and the dogfighting are slightly off or the g-force it's not correct whatever but it's just my flight stick doesn't work with this game <laughs> yeah but it's like um i don't know I, skyrim like i when i because when i first got it i rented it mm. and i had a hot and heavy like two weeks with skyrim yeah. so it's like i didn't I, and i really loved and enjoyed that game but it's just i, I want to stew in it I want to stew in something. And I think maybe this is the stew game. Because what with Elden Ring, like, I I hadn't come back to it. And it's like, I I think it's more of a learning curve. It's like, mm. you're going to have to get good at the combat again. Yeah. Um, and it's like, you know, I, I, I've seen enough of that game to know it's like one of the best games of all time anyway. Um, I don't know if you've gone back to it recently. Not Elden Ring. No, yeah. no. Um, no. but uh, I can I did have Steam up just now uh, oh, the last time I played Elden Ring was back in February so oh, when I had again yeah. had a hot and heavy relationship mm-hmm. with it playing it quite a lot at the start of the year mm-hmm. I think I picked it up end of December and, and played it for a, a good two month yeah. kind of period yeah. um, I don't know what came a, along February's kind of when work Life. ramped. Yeah, yeah February's when work <laughs> yeah. ramped up. So it yeah. could be that that everything just mm-hmm. again just steps up a notch. Because um, my yeah, my Steam library is quite sparse. Uh, um, <laughs> going all the way back to to Elden Ring, lots of games that I played yeah. a tiny amount of, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. So, but but it's one of those where it's like it's a bit daunting to go back to. Whereas yeah. something like. Tears of the Kingdom feels like yeah I can get back into this yeah, when I want to yeah. but but also I, 
do I want to? Whereas I hope Sky, not Skyrim, <laughs> Starfield. I hope Starfield is a game where it's like I can just dip into this whenever I want because there's no massive learning curve or anything like that, mm. and just stew in its world every now and then. So I'm hoping that's that's the game. I think I think I set it to download, pre-download. Oh, nice. Okay. I think I think I paused it because it was eating up my bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to start that again between now and. Oh, well, how, two weeks. Yeah. how big is it do you know I think it was like 105 or something wow, like okay. that so um, yeah something around that which is still smaller than Flight Simulator yeah um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, mm. It, it is the game that I'm I think it, it, it's one of those where I'll wait that first week wait to hear what you think about it um, mm-hmm. and what others think about it before signing back up to Game Pass uh, for a, a, oh, yeah, a, a true, couple of months, um, yeah. there's something else coming out just after Starfield as well, which might coincide with like a two or three month kind of Game Pass period. Um, mm. I can't remember what it is. We talked about it a few weeks back, um, but uh, mm. you know you can get sort of a two for one almost, I guess, on on a few months of, oh. of Game Pass with something else coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, it's one that's kind of in the back of my mind a little bit i'm like yeah i'll, yeah, I'll experience same, it you same. know just um, like yeah I'll, I'll, I'll dip into it I, th- I think knowing that it's on game pass gives that extra like comfort where it's like i can just dip into this anytime because it's it's staying there it's not it's not ever going to leave because it's a bethesda game and ran by microsoft so it's just like yeah and you know not hearing the discourse is nice because <laughs> as some of it is like very you know cool and mm-hmm. you know some sometimes you want to be part of that zeitgeist but i'm just like nah like just mute everything it's like <laughs> i don't i don't i don't care what anyone has to think um has to say about these games i just want to because it's just so spoilery um and it's like for, for open world games like Tears of the Kingdom and stuff like that. It's just like you just want to discover these things on your own. Absolutely, um, absolutely. I, yeah. I think for for Starfield because no one, I mean, some people might have that game already, uh, with it being a September kind mm. of uh, release. You know, it might be with the major outlets. Yeah, um, I think somebody wrote Street Date on on that. Yeah, but a lot of the opinion, it, so. a lot of the opinion you're going to get now isn't based in people actually playing the game it's it's mm-hmm. more just opinion of what people have seen and those kinds of things mm-hmm. so yeah. it's uh or even the definitely... critics it's just like i don't care if it's good i just want to see <laughs> this weird thought experiment scene. yeah because I mean, it is you know you you forget how big it is and you forget how mm-hmm. like big like bethesda Studios' games are, which is kind of weird because they only put out like three good games <laughs> that were like <laughs> massive hits. You know, like nobody liked Fallout Four. Mm. Fallout Three so it was, like, is Fallout kind of three. Pretty clear claim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fallout Three, they didn't do Vegas. No. So it's Fallout Three. I get. I guess back in the day they did Oblivion and uh, and the other one. Uh, Morrowind and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So those were big. Um, so, so so I get it. Just it, it just takes me a while to be like, oh yeah, I guess these games are big because Skyrim was absolutely massive and people yeah. still play it now. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, oh, oh cool. Again, cool. It's going to be even just the discourse around the jank and <laughs> that that the I'm here for quality. <laughs> Of how it's going <laughs> yeah. to be, knowing yeah. how Fallout Three, Four, yeah. Oblivion, Skyrim, how all of those games. Yeah. Well, maybe not Oblivion so I'll, much. Um, I'll look at the bug compilation videos. I'll look yeah. at those. They're, they're... <laughs> People's spaceships—they're just chilling out on a planet, yeah. hanging in their base, and their spaceship just well, bounces into space the, without them. It's, like, oh. it's the gravity. It's, a, it's a, you know. With their faces like over here and their tea posing, it's the gravity, you know. <laughs> Just a head in the ground. Oh, I really, I hope it's so janky. 
Uh, not not for yeah, the people at that Bethesda, would be funny. but it's uh, yeah. you know, and again, we know that Skyrim almost has this bit of a past. It's almost that little bit endearing mm-hmm. that it, yeah, it, it, it is, is a little bit kind of janky. Um, you just like, is this going to break on me today? And it's like, when it doesn't, it's like, oh, this is the best experience ever. <laughs> good, good. Mm. Um, I uh, I I have played a game. I should talk about a game oh. that I have played. Right. Um, I haven't finished okay. said game. But I've been playing Somerville, which is a game oh, from last yes. year, an adventure game from last year, which is coming out on PlayStation, uh, I think, at the end of August. Um, so I've got a code okay. to be able to play it on PlayStation. Playing it on PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's going to both 4 and 5. Um, and I'm I'm liking it. I'm really liking it. Okay. Okay. That, that, that gives me cause to go back because... It- it just it, I fell a off little almost bit, immediately. Mm, it's a little bit lacking. So yeah. it's it's an adventure game, but it's very limited in what you're actually kind of doing. Um, it, it, some of it gives you this very sci-fi vibe straight away, and it and it is kind of like a sci-fi adventure. It's not an action adventure game. It's more of a follow the designated path and solve some puzzles on the way kind of adventure game you know um how to progress through this area you've got to do x y and z whilst not being caught by this you know uh, beam that's sort of chasing you around and the, the kind of the gameplay is a little bit lacking but the environment and the world and the music and just the tone that the game sets is really really good like it it very much has this kind of you know almost aping kind of war of the worlds uh kind of vibe to it in its sort of setting yeah but it, 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 it builds on that that little bit more by kind of isolating the character that you're kind of playing as and pushing you through these kind of you know obviously ridiculous scenarios, but kind of scenario in in that you've somehow communed with one of these invaders and picked up these powers to be able to move through these spaces, and that evolves a little bit as well. Like if, you know you mm. pick up additional power as you kind of move through the game, but it is quite limited in where you can go and and, and what you can do. It is following the set path. Uh, yeah. experiencing the story um, so I read I, I wanted to check in earlier just to see how far through I was so I looked at uh, how long to beat I looked at how many chapters the game has as well and uh, something flashed up to say that there are multiple endings to this game oh. and I'm thinking well I, I don't what I don't know what choices I have made to get <laughs> said far, yeah. ending and that's <laughs> yeah. fine like that's absolutely yeah. fine you know I'm going to play this game I'm going to get the ending that I get I'm probably not going to go back maybe it's it could just be something in like the last scene and you pick A, B or C. Yeah, yeah potentially. There are a couple of like mm-hmm. uh, not alternating paths to take, but there are a couple of uh, uh, paths that take you onto different areas to uncover a couple mm-hmm. of different things, whether it's the you know uh, accumulation of uncovering stuff or you know opening up areas without any seemingly kind of new path that's opened but opening it up anyway kind of thing or doing mm-hmm. stuff in certain sequences I don't know but there are multiple endings to this game and I already know that I'm just going to get the ending that I get and that will be it you know, yeah. I've experienced yeah. the story yeah. in this way um, one of the good things again and I think it pulls back to maybe uh, a, a, some of the writing but very much more that kind of tone that it sets um halfway through maybe maybe a little kind of further on was a point that i actually not necessarily teared up but it kind of hit me a little bit emotionally it definitely got me kind of you know my lip was kind of it was there (laughs) um yeah i mean this is yeah actually you know it, it it is doing something it is telling a very specific story in a very specific kind of order but it's doing it well enough that mm-hmm. 
it's pulling me through it. And some of the puzzles are, you know, engaging enough. There's nothing massively complex. There's nothing that's going to tax you uh, a huge amount. Most of the solutions you could kind of blunt, kind of force um, by just doing things around the space. Um, yeah. So I am a bit mixed on it at the moment. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. My um, my original thoughts because I I fell off it pretty quickly within like the first half an hour. Um, because mm. I thought it started really strong. Um, yeah. Like very, as you say, War of the Worlds horror inspired, and then it's like uh, I don't know if it can quite achieve the kind of like tension that it had in that original. Like sequence, have mm-hmm. you encountered that where it's like you feel tense and a bit like? Yeah, yes, yes. Um, okay, well, I have. Promising. I, I, I think the difficulty with the game like that is it can give you those tense moments. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Resident Evil game where you have those tense moments where nothing is happening and then suddenly, bam! Here is Mister X. Here is. A liquor here is something that's kind of around the corner waiting for you um it 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 builds and you know that stuff is kind of coming but suddenly there will be a sequence where you're like shit 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 however and i think it's a bit to the game's detriment the checkpointing is really good and it's what you would think (laughs) is really good in another game but actually there's this really tense bit and bam you get hit and you just mm. start back at the beginning of that very tense bit, and it just takes all of that yeah. tension out completely. Because you're I like, mean, right, cool, I, I just need to get through that. in this kind you of way. You say that, and, and I get that, and I think in most games that would be the case, but um, I was coming into this game knowing that one of the creators of like, um, Inside was attached to this project, yeah. and Inside... You know, it has that tension where, and still good checkpoint. And it's like, yes, when you die and see this poor boy ripped to shreds or whatever, or die in these very awful ways, you do go back to that checkpoint. But it's still like, it that game is all tension all the way through. Yes. And a lot of that has to do with like the music and the atmosphere mm-hmm. and just like everything's just fantastic about it. I mean, that is probably the only game that I would describe as perfect um, mm. through and through. But I, I think maybe a bit more removed, knowing that it's like okay, it's not it's not going to reach those heights, and like something like Planet of Lana, which was very, mm, I guess, a little by the numbers, and it's like mm-hmm. you're just working through, and it's like you already know the solution to the puzzle before you even reach that like kind of crossroads. Maybe going in with that frame of mind, where it's like, yeah. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to get much tension or anything out of this. It's not going to be like a completely mind-blowing experience like Inside, but it'll just be a decent platform. Well, it's not a puzzle platformer, but like side-scroller, I guess. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe if I went in with those expectations now rather than originally, Mm. um, I'd Mm. have a bit of time with it. Interestingly... uh, uh... You're saying about someone from the inside development team being attached to it. It did remind me of Inside, mm-hmm. as I was kind mm-hmm. of playing. You know, maybe not the first uh, kind of hour, but as it was progressing through, it, it, it gave me little flashbacks of of Inside. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it definitely, again, someone who, who has played Inside, and I would imagine if you'd stuck through maybe a little bit more, um, yeah you would get to that point where you, you feel that tension yeah. a little bit more and stuff progresses and it isn't a kind of you know there's a lot of downtime in this mm-hmm. where you're kind of just mm-hmm. wandering and stuff um mm-hmm. but it starts to I, I think it does it well enough that that tension builds that actually okay. the tension and some like something has happened and you're on edge and actually it dials stuff down only enough that you're still kind of like just on edge that little bit. Okay. You're like, okay. feels like something could happen. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been meaning to get back to it because mm. it, it 
you know, I, I do want to give it a longer shot than I did. Um, but yeah, I think it was, I mean, not every game, you know, I know not every game can be inside because it's a perfect game and those only come around every now and then. But it's like, yeah, I think it was just a bit jarring to go from what I think is like one of the best games ever made to something that is like even below my expectations for a side scroller. Right, okay. <laughs> so but I'll I'll give it another shot because yeah, yeah, like the opening was super strong and mm. you know, it looked promising. Um maybe it was the dog. Maybe I thought <laughs> Oh, this can't be too scary. You have you have Lassie here next the, to you. The dog disappears for a little <laughs> bit. Oh, good. Okay. Mm, mm. That sounds scarier. Yeah. 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 When you when you get to so there's a uh, kind of a, a a sequence where you go through some caves and mm-hmm. uh, the dog disappears for that. So the character is very much right. alone, yeah. okay, and that, that that's scary. when the tension that's sort scary. of kicks up that little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, how long to beat? Said it was about four hours. I think. Okay. I feel That's like manageable. I've been playing for about three, but chapter-wise, when I because I had a look, uh, mm. I doesn't feel like I'm halfway through. So maybe what? the second, maybe the the second sort of sets of chapters move a lot quicker than the sort of the first half. Or, or you're or something just like taking that, your sweet time, Ben. Yeah, just, I'm just sweet shit, time. and it's just taking me out. Yeah, you just awful the game. Yeah. Just walking really, so I haven't found the run button yet. Um, that I mean, that is one of the one of the not uh, criticisms of it is that the character mm-hmm. moves through spaces at the character's own pace. So mm. if it's a run sequence, the character will run. If it ain't, he's just wandering around. And I'm like, but yeah. I've only got to go from here to here, so I just let me just run, please, rather than this very light kind of jog that I'm yeah. sort of doing. It seems very. Much like he's just going on a walk with his dog rather than oh, yeah. the world's ending. Very much. And again, <laughs> I, I suppose for me, it, it, that tone and stuff, you know, the game, game opens up and you play as the baby to start with, mm. moving around yeah, the house, kind of really exploring good. what's going on in the house before you switch over to the dad. And then, you know, stuff happens and you're kind of by yourself. And it, it very much kind of like set that tone instantly. And I'm like, this this would be shit if if something happened if they're not necessarily sci-fi yeah. fucking alien invasion but if some mm. kind of catastrophe happened and i'm by myself and my family is somewhere else i would yeah. feel like shit yeah, and i would just it'd just be your cat as well which would be fucking how he'd be such a cunt <laughs> you just meow at me constantly it's like be quiet the, the, yeah. the space aliens fucking they any time a noise happens that's when they fucking pop up. So shut the fuck up. I and mean, he wouldn't. He just the, the, chat at the me the entire The cat would probably way. join the aliens and be like, I know where he is. <laughs> just give me... He hasn't fed me in four a... days. Fucking kill him. <laughs> give me two packets of food and I'll, 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 I'll tell you where he is. <laughs> Make me king of the world. Uh, like every cat. Every cat would do that. You know, it's just fucking... Yeah. Um, and then... They wouldn't be part of the resistance. Then just join the mothership and just kill us mm. all. They'd, mm. they'd be on the death race. They'd be shooting at us. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I, you know, I thought it was going to go more down that war, uh, war of the world was kind of route. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the idea of of kind of you being the protagonist and finding a way to kind of defeat them. And I, I don't know whether it's actually going to do that. But, mm-hmm. You know, it very much sets itself as a game where you are this 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 dad and the the journey is him waking up and being like shit where is everybody I, I just want to make it to my kind of my family yeah um yeah. and i don't know whether there's like a turning point in that i don't know whether it turns into oh shit i can do stuff so let's do stuff or, or whether it is just uh you know again with those five six endings that the game kind of has maybe there is that little bit of variation to it yeah. but i would imagine you know that kind of middle of the road kind of ending is i found my family and we are okay you're like good great that's actually all i wanted from this i just want you to be back with your family you to find your you, you know your child well, you again to, that's you all i give a shit about sacrifice the baby the wife or the dog 
It's one in the free. <laughs> I mean, can only take one. A, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I could only fit one of you on my back, and it's it's the yeah, dog. He takes so... the dog. Yeah. yeah, he takes the dog. <laughs> He's just been with all this time. He's like, yeah, I found you too. But actually, I'd rather just be the yeah, dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, um, maybe some additional thoughts uh, uh, next week uh, when I have finished. I am playing. Um, I have started Oxenfree two as well because uh, I'm playing that on, oh, on PC um, on Netflix. Uh, no, no, just playing on Steam. Um, oh, nice, cool. I hadn't realised. Uh, is it Night School? Night School mm, Studio, Night Studio right, yeah. Games, Night Owl Night Studio, Owl. Night Owl School Night Studio, Owl. something like that. Um, yeah. they, they, it pops up and they are a Netflix game studio. Yes, um, they are. So it, it, it'd be oh. interesting. I hadn't really thought about it. It's kind of a final thought because I'll talk about Oxen Free 2 next week. Um, I'll a final thought on this. Interesting to see how Netflix fare picking up game studios with the way that Apple have kind of worked and the way that Google have absolutely just fucked it for a bunch of <laughs> studios yeah. and stuff, you know, picking them up, making exclusive games and then just fucking dying completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I just saw a headline that Netflix have put out a game for, like, a Love is Blind game, which is just like probably going to be one of those that you see like the weird advertisements on like the app store for where it's like oh play a dating mm. not, not even a life sim or whatever. it's just yeah. terrible it's just if they're going for that crowd now I doubt they'll even I, I think I think they'll probably be better suited going after the the hardcore gamers, then, um, potentially. I, I, play those I would imagine that they've again they've looked at Google and gone. That was kind of Google's strategy, you know, going for mm. these bigger games, going for the hardcore gamer. Actually, we need to broaden a little bit. How many people have Netflix? How many people have it on their phone? How many people want to play like Bejeweled? Let's just I, make I a fucking just, um... Bejeweled game, you know. Like I can <laughs> see them going down that path. You know, people browsing Netflix, thinking, oh, what shall I watch? What shall I watch? And Netflix changing its algorithm in a way to being like, you have scrolled through 25 different programs and you haven't watched any. Here is a game that we have mm. made. Yeah. And people going, yeah, actually, I'll spend 20 minutes just bopping about in but, something. But it just seems like it's so poorly advertised and so poorly integrated into the Netflix like ecosystem uh, yeah absolutely y you have to like go to the app store at least on this I, I mean I don't know if it's different for Android because of how, how Apple or nope. crap and do weird things but um, you have to go into the app store and then search uh, Oxenfree 2 Netflix and it's like well it's not compatible with my iPad for size because <laughs> uh, my iPad's too old but it's like I don't want to play it on my phone. I think I think I was reading something about they're going to start streaming the offer streaming for their games. I mean that makes which sense. Which is like, why didn't you do that originally? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like if I'm in the app on, like this is how stupid it is. I'm in the app. I I watch Netflix via my Xbox, and then I can't just launch a game and stream it the same way. I mean, I don't expect to download it. That's fine. But just why can't I just stream it? Mm, mm. I've, you know, you know that I'm using a Xbox controller to operate this interface. Why don't you just let me stream the game from there? But it's like, no, go to your phone, and then you have to go to the app store, and then you have to search very specifically that you want Netflix Oxen Free too, and then and then download it, and then log into your Netflix account. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. And by the time you're there, you're just like, what? it's midnight and you have to go to sleep <laughs> I mean, it, at least on Android if you're in mm -hmm. Netflix and uh, you go to Oxenfree 2 and mm -hmm. you hit get game it just takes you mm -hmm. straight to the, the Google Play yeah. page and you yeah. yes you are installing it um, but if it's all on your phone at least you install it and then you can just play it sort of straight yeah. away because it's like these 
I mean, with something like Arts and Free 2, that's literally unlike everything, so it's yeah. like... You know, running the code surely isn't that hard to like make it available to download if you're watching, if you're using Netflix via PlayStation or Xbox or But again, Wii U. clever of Netflix to put it on everything rather than, like mm-hmm. Google, closing it off in their own ecosystem. You have to sign up to Stadia, you have yeah. to have that service, you either have to be paying their subscription to be able to get certain games rather than buying them and all of that sort of shit and just... just closing it off at every door at least netflix like we are entering this space we have brought some game studios they have made a game mm-hmm. here it is get it to where you yeah. play games if you have a netflix subscription you can play it on your phone on your tablet on said thing and install it through android or, or ios or go and buy it on playstation or pc or xbox or wherever you yeah. play uh, which again yeah. is a much better strategy than, than Google yeah. kind of uh, implemented. So at least they've learned yeah. something. Someone has learned you something be able from to buy Stadia. It as well. I mean, that doesn't. Well, I know it doesn't make sense to their whole subscription model, but like Into the Breach, mm. I put like many, many hours into that on the Netflix, well, via the Netflix thing, because that's where they release their mobile thingy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should just and, download Into the Breach again. Yeah. I don't know if they are a Netflix studio, but I have been seeing a lot of promotion for WrestleQuest. And uh, oh. that has popped up as a Netflix game. Oh, so, nice. um Or at least it's available through Netflix. So I could play yeah. WrestleQuest on my phone if I wanted. Well, that's um, what it, they should do. Like if it's If it's, you know, if they've got that if it's already ported to mobile or something like that, they should just be like, can we put this, just the same as the way Game Pass does, it's like, can we put this on our service, please? You know, can we put this on our yeah. service? Yeah, absolutely. Let's have a quick look on Steam. Uh, yeah, WrestleQuest is uh, uh, interesting. WrestleQuest on Steam is by Megacat Studios, published by Skybound Games. Uh, came out two days ago on Netflix. It says it is developed by Illogica. So maybe it's a port for Netflix on yeah. phones. Uh, yeah. It looks incredibly similar. Uh, uh, looking at the trailer on Steam and looking at the stills and the trailers on whilst I'm in Netflix, it, it you know it's identical as a aesthetic, uh, yeah. uh, and as a game. Yeah, so they just ported it. But yeah. maybe they just ported it, perhaps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that, like, that's what they should do. And I mean, mm. I mean, it's free on my phone. It's twenty quid on Steam. So, if I'm gonna play yeah. that game, probably play you it on dip my phone. into it at least and try yeah. it on your phone for free. See if you vibe with it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. Good. Let's finish there for this week. Uh, uh. Return. Let's return to the beers. Uh. First, is it Tropic of Now from Brulo? Yeah. Um. Really good. Really good. I've just been stopping on it slowly because I want to, as you say, savor it. Mm-hmm. But um, I could have knocked it back very easily in like two gulps. Um, I, I I looked on their website and I don't see this one. Maybe it was okay. like one of their temporary like um, brews. But mm. I mean, I, I'd I'd be happy to try more brewlos out because I think this is the one that I narrowed in on. Like, if I was to have like alcohol, non-alcoholic beer, mm-hmm. these are the guys because the beers just taste better than any other offerings that I've had. So yeah, yeah, nice, good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me the Cloudwater another half Dipper version fourteen. Um, it hit all the notes I wanted it to. Uh, it did. It Good. did mellow out towards the end. Maybe the last third kind of mellowed slightly. Uh, you weren't getting that kind of hit and journey that it kind of first takes you through of being that little bit of bitter, and then you're getting the fruits and it mellowing into the two. It just mellowed across every kind of sip into uh, being a little bit more of that kind of ripe uh, melon as a, as a kind of a, a flavour <laughs> with a little bit of sweet mango in there as well, perhaps. Um, but it, it, it 
does dull very slightly as it mellows as well. So kind of the highs that you're getting when you first sort of drink it, and same as most beers, to be fair, uh, um, mm. disappear towards the back end or, or the final kind of third. But they're still good enough that I had no hesitation in absolutely nailing it. Uh, so uh, I'm glad Cloudwater have decided to pick this back up again. Um, let's see yeah. where it goes or what happens. I haven't had a Cloudwater beer for a while. Um, and, you know, who knows? Is, it, is it a bit of a gimmick to generate, you know, sales and that kind of thing? Who gives a shit? Just, I love people <laughs> making new beers and, you know, we haven't yeah. had that kind of like event beer. It doesn't. It feels like we haven't had that kind of event well, we, yeah, for a while. Yeah, that's been around for us at least. Yeah, yeah that yeah. we're interested in specifically. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I need to uh, need to see what's going on in the beer world. Mm. What's, what's hot now? Yes. I like I've, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it is uh, as a final comment on beer. Uh, the East Bristol Brewery Trail this coming weekend oh. again because it's a bank holiday. Um, I'm going to be going down on Saturday with some friends, uh, and I believe it coincides with Good Chemistry's eighth birthday. They brewed a beer oh, for that, nice. so hopefully, good time, eh? uh, that will be on offer. Uh, if not, I'll probably pick up a can or something and, and have it in the kind of the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, always nice for things to just fall into place. Really, be like, oh, they've made a special yeah. beer. I'm going down there. Let's drink the special beer. Sure. Event beer that I don't have to chase. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. just happens to mm-hmm. fall in my path, which is nice. Um, so, yes. Uh, more. More. You know, more beers to come. Beer's more great. games to come, beer, potentially. Beer is fantastic. Uh, absolutely. I love beer. Completely you agree. Know what I mean? like, we have a whole podcast about it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have it thought? It is good. It is. And, friends, if you love beer... You can let us know at Tanked Up Cast on all of the socials. You can get me at Nova underscore forty seven and Lucy at Juicy Loose Nine. Uh, you can also go to outoflives.net to look at historic things because I can't get on there at the moment because something's fucked up and I can't actually <laughs> upload fucking anything. Um, yeah. So if you join us on Twitch, um, episodes are going up on YouTube. Or previous episodes are going up on YouTube at the moment and they will be hitting people's podcast service of choice very, very soon when I have access again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got about, well, including this one, we've got four episodes to go up over the next two weeks. Oh, um, damn. So they will be, be a... being pushed. Yeah, we'll great. have a So yeah, search, search for Tanked mm-hmm. Up on your podcast service of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will see you again very soon. As I say, let us know what you're drinking, what games you're playing what you're up to uh, and we'll catch you next week thank you for joining us we've been tagged up goodbye ciao www.outoflives.net <laughs> <laughs>